Hello and welcome to episode 123 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. So, Henny, I have some burning questions. Ooh. Okay. I was like this weekend where things were like, huh, I don't know what ever happened. We, Henny was going to try this and I, I never followed uh, up. And I know uh, that we talked about it and that, you know, people want to know. They do want to okay. know. I'm worried because so, I'm worried. I, I'm worried you're going to say, did you try this? And I'll be like, no. And then you'll no. be like, did you try this? And I'll be like, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Two things I already do know because I already, one, I was at your house and I saw two, it was the first thing I'm going to ask you about is okay. the, bees, the beeswax wrap. And then this morning I saw that you put an instant story on. So for those of you that maybe don't know what beeswax wrap is, is that it's instead of using like cellophane, Mm-hmm. You can buy wrap that's reusable that's made with beeswax mm-hmm. or out of beeswax, and it um, is just as sticky around the side of things. Environmentally fantastic. I really am ready to get rid of using saran wrap, mm-hmm. plastic wrap, whatever you want to call that wrap. And so. When I was staying with Brock and Emmeline, mm-hmm. my future daughter-in-law was had some that was in the drawer. And so I was like, oh, and it's been used. I don't know how long she's had it, but it's mm-hmm. got crinkles and stuff in it. So I was using it. I was like, I really like this. And then I thought to myself, self, I believe that Emmeline bought you some of that at, for Christmas one year. Oh. And I wonder where in where the bejesus is that? <laughs> Where in tarnation did that go? Because I know I didn't open it. Because at that point in my life, I was not open to right. that. I was like, it was a little too out there. I, I wasn't. Okay. There is, sorry to interrupt, but there is a YouTube video that went viral, like, I don't know, maybe <laughs> five or more years ago. And it's this little kid, like, maybe three years old who unwraps like a gift and it's an avocado (laughs) but like the kid is like he's like oh an avocado thanks you know like he's like (laughs) pretending to be excited about this avocado but like clearly the kid knows an avocado is not a gift you know (laughs) and so I'm just imagining Sandy opening a gift and like it's this beeswax food wrap and being like Thanks. It's beeswax food wrap. (laughs) (laughs) And I did at the time have an intention of using it, but then, but then I, but then I forgot anyways. So when I came back to Lima, I thought, Hmm. So I went underneath where, you know, one has like the extra stash because you need to have an extra roll just in case, because you'd hate to run out of, you know, foil or saran wrap or whatever and lo and behold (laughs) well done (laughs) there it was and so I unwrapped it and I was like huh I'm gonna start using this so the brand is called Abigo Mm -hmm. I believe it is a Canadian brand Mm -hmm. BC and so I started using it so then I thought, you know, I make my salads for the week, not for the week, for a few days. Mm-hmm. I usually make anywhere between like six and nine salads, like dinner size salads at a time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then I have to like get my saran out and wrap. So I thought, well, the ones that 
that MLN had gifted me are seven by seven inches. There's three in a pack. So I thought, okay, do, will these fit over the bowl? Sure enough. Yep. They're going to fit over the bowl. Great. I'm okay. like, okay. So I thought, okay. So I went on to um, Amazon and I ordered myself a box with six seven by sevens and then a multi one because there's a one that's 13 by 13, which would be great for like a lasagna pan, right? A perfect fit. And then it had a, I think that also had a seven by seven in it. And then a 10 by 10. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. The ones I have are 10 by 10. And then I got seven by sevens for the bowl because I actually measured and folded it to make sure it would fit over. So that's what I have. Okay, okay. Yeah. So anyway, so so there's that. So I have... I have those, but then I was like, you know, looking when I, cause then I started following them Instagram as you do and Abigo that is. And then I saw, oh, they wrap all kinds of stuff in it. So there's like fresh herbs and then an avocado. And I was like, hmm. So I do have my OXO avocado container, which works right. fantastic also for a half of an avocado and it does not go brown, but I thought I'm going to try it with the, with the wrap yeah. also. The wrap, perfect, beautiful. The avocado after 36 hours had a little teeny bit of brown on it, but completely beautiful and usable. So there was that. And then I also used it for herbs. So I right now still have some parsley wrapped up that I bought last Monday. So it's been a week. Mm -hmm. It is still beautiful inside of that. Yeah, that's so, okay. A couple of episodes ago, at the very end of the podcast, you mentioned this beeswax food wrap. And at that point, I said to you, like, I think I need to get some. Like, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to make the switch, too. And so I, so right away that day, I ordered um, a package, and I ordered the variety pack. So it has mm-hmm. three pieces of beeswax food wrap, a 7 by 7 a 10 by 10 and a 13 by 13 and so I thought I'm going to get the variety pack because then I can see what the sizes actually are like. I can see like, like what I'm going to get the most use out of, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the box came. But then like the box came and then it was almost like I was like, I don't know, like a little trigger shy. Like I, like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what to do with it. Like I didn't, I didn't want to open it. I didn't know exactly like what it was going to be like. And so what it was going to be like so so I just so I had it sitting on the counter so this box is like has been sitting on the counter waiting just waiting to be used and staring me in the face you know (laughs) and so this morning I was on like a major food prep kick getting getting stuff done because I needed to you know I had meat that needed to be used and I had intentions of doing a bunch of food prep uh, on the weekend and never got around to it and so it had to happen so this morning I was busy doing stuff and then I had a bunch of things I had a half a lemon that needed to be wrapped up I had a half a red onion that needed to be wrapped up and I had a pan with some uh, chicken marinating inside that also needed to be covered and I thought this is it Henny you are going to use up that beeswax food wrap so I open the package and I pull it out and it feels weird it does like it feels like a sheet it feels like a sheet of candle wax and I'm like I I don't know I don't know about this like it feels really funny and it feels like 
kind of sticky, but like not really sticky. Like I can't decide what it's like, what exactly it feels like. And so I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, you know what? You're just going to use all of it because immediately what I start thinking about is where am I going to store this when I'm not using it? And I haven't quite figured that. I haven't quite okay, figured Okay, it's that. not an appliance that you need to have room on your countertop for, okay? No, but I feel like, like, can it, I yes. don't know, can it touch you fold it back up? Yeah, you it fold be? it. Yeah, you, fold, you have to clean it, obviously not in hot water or in the dishwasher. It says, it says you can, like, wash it with with uh cool water and soap or just cool water and rinse it yeah. off and and it says that it's good it's good to use for up to a year correct so but like anyway so i thought well it doesn't matter where you're going to store it when it's over because you're going to use all three pieces right now so i've got an onion a lemon and a pan like all wrapped up and covered and and it covers really nicely you're right it's just sticky enough that it does like hold its mm -hmm. shape and it holds like where it's supposed to be but it's not, it's not sticky in that when you let go of it, it's not like you have film left on your fingers. Like it, it is, it feels weird, but it's not mm -hmm. leaving a mess places. So I'm very excited about it. I'm still a little nervous about it, but, <laughs> but I think it's good. I think I'm, I think I'm headed in the right direction. Yeah. It sounds like you were a real busy bee this morning. I really, I really was. I really was. Yeah. I also was using it for cheese. Mm. So I had like some feta, a brick of feta, and then I can just like wrap it up and then undo it, you know, because I find like sometimes I'll get feel like an like old cheddar or something like that. And, and I've, I've tried other techniques because I know that you can use um parchment paper also supposed to be good for cheese okay. because it often will like dry out yeah. or you know whatever but um but the beeswax like same thing it unwraps yeah. it's beautiful wrap it back up but yeah. I can tell you that with like the one M, M has is is she's used it it's been multi it's been used many many times yeah and she, it, she just folds it back up and it's like in the drawer. So like where you would have your dishcloth or wherever you would, yeah, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyways, I have two more boxes that are waiting, um, at, uh, in Canada, but I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you pulled it out today and that yeah. so far so good. Yep. So, okay. So burning question number one, did I get the beeswax? Yes. Did I use the beeswax? Yes. Okay. Feeling good about that. Good. Infused oils. Uh-huh. Okay. Cause, uh, that was what I happened to see. I'm pretty sure that's what I saw that was sitting there and the, the herbs were still sitting in the oil. Are the herbs still sitting in your oil? Yes. That's okay. They're not going to be bad. That just means like, because they can be, be strong. Yeah. You can do from two weeks up to eight weeks. And I think you're probably pushing eight. I was going to say, I, I feel like I'm probably at the eight week mark. Yeah. So you just, so, got to, you just got to do the next step, Hen. Yeah. So the next step is drain the herbs out. Correct. That's it. And then, but then, but then the real next step is like use the oil. So here's the thing. You just replace it for wherever you would use olive oil. Like yeah. I, I now like put it on like my, like we do barbecue 
asparagus on the barbecue. I'm mm-hmm. like, now I pour a little bit of that in and then rub it. And then that's what I put on there. Yep, yep, yep. Salad, okay. dress- salad dressings that I'm making. Okay, well, so that was my intention because I have one infused oil that I've done with basil. Yep. And I've got another infused oil that I've done mm. with orange rind. I saw and so, that. And I did the one with orange rind purposely think, because I really love yeah. like a citrusy vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. And so I did that one special for salad dressing. I just haven't gone to the next step. That is my challenge for this week. Okay. And actually, you know, it's it's funny that you're asking me about those oils because yesterday... I was doing a little bit of like Google searching when I was getting ready for bed um, for different like mason jar salad combos. And so I was already thinking about those oils. Like I've already been thinking about needing to make some salad dressing and get some salads going. So, so it's, so I hadn't quite made the jump yet, but I was, I was headed in that direction. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, recently I made a recipe and I don't remember which one it was, but it actually said, it said to use olive oil. And then in brackets, it said, uh, if you have basil infused oil, even better. Fancy pants. I was like super chuffed. (laughs) Actually, I do. Actually, I do. In fact, I think I could do that. Yeah. (laughs) So, Okay. So that's burning question number two. The third one. The third one is we had, we had a discussion based on, I think, a book that you had read, and it was about bathing suits. And then you told me that you ordered a two-piece bathing suit. Did it arrive, and has it been on your body yet? So I ordered a two-piece bathing suit. It did arrive. Mm-hmm. It got tried on. Okay, fair. And it got tried on, and it fit. Yeah. That's as far as it's made it. So it, it hasn't been worn anywhere. It hasn't really even been worn. Like, it's just been tried on. Okay, so it's been tried on. Is it going to stay or is it going to be returned? It's going to stay. I Amazing. Think, I think that I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So I ordered one top and two bottoms. Mm-hmm. So the top I love, it's like a bra, but yeah. it's a bathing suit. Um, which I love because it's the right amount of support. It mm-hmm. like it feels good. It's comfy. It's it's like um, black and white plaid, so it's super cute. Very yep. very pleased with it. So then I ordered two different bottoms that are both black bottoms. One is like a mid rise waist, and one is a high like a high waist. Yep. And I don't know which one I like. Well, I don't know which one I like better. The mid-rise feels better. Okay. Um, but I'm not. I don't know. I have. I have to. I have to like put them on again and try them on again and see. But I Mm -hmm. think. But I'm gonna keep all of it because because both of the bottoms fit. Like both of Mm -hmm. the bottoms can be used. Um, but I don't, but I, yeah, I mean, here's, I mean, the thing is definitely is that the, the mid rise bottoms feel better because the waistband is at the spot where I'm used to a waistband being right. Right. The high rise ones, like the waistband is like up high on my, like, like on the bottom of my ribs. 
Um, however, when when the bot like when the bottom of the bathing suit is that high up, it also covers that much of your stomach. Yes. <laughs> so there's like there's a little bit of do I like the comfort, but like my stomach flab is hanging out. Yeah. Or do I like tuck that in and just get used to a different waistband? Mm-hmm. I think I'm probably going to do a little bit of both depending on like where I am and what I'm doing. I mean, right now it's like my arms and my legs and my chest are quite tanned and, yes. <laughs> and, and my stomach is translucent (laughs) (laughs) so that might be the first issue but uh but yeah but but I'm very excited that I have it it just needs to find a place to be worn yeah well I'm I'm very proud of you because or like looking is one thing ordering's the next step getting it and then making the decision to keep it yep I haven't worn a two-piece bathing suit since I was in single digits Mm -hmm. you know so it's it's a new it feels like a brand new thing like it feels like something that I don't really I mean certainly something I'm not used to but maybe something that I that I never like that I don't even really remember you know um so it feels strange but I but I like it like I, and I'm and I'm kind of excited about it. I just have Excellent. to, yeah. I just have to do it. That's amazing, uh, amazing. I um, when I was in Canada, I bought a new a new bottom, um, and it's a high rise one, and I've never had one before. So yeah. I, I was the same way. But then I realized that it, it it there's a the it has a little bit of uh, ruching is that what you call yeah, it yeah and so it can come it can go down a wee bit more so it's not okay. quite as or you could pull it up to be really up high even more, right. yeah so but that's how mine is too like and yeah. you kind of have a sense that you can play with it a little bit where it yes. goes but any place where it is like it I mean it's certainly higher than the waistband yes. of a pair of pants right yeah. so yeah it's just uh it's just different yeah yeah, and the same. And the same is like I can look in the mirror and I can see like I've still got some tan from Canada, but then yeah. you've got like it's like pasty. Yeah. Correct. You, you know, and it's going to need a lot of sunscreen. It's going to need a lot of sunscreen because I've had a burn there before and it's just not comfy. It's like it gets really itchy and stuff Ugh. on your belly because your belly's just like, what's happening? <laughs> I've never seen the sunlight. Blinded. Okay. <laughs> So, you know, those were the three, like, really burning things. Hey, I did a lot better than I thought I was going to do. You did amazing. You really did amazing. I'm a little embarrassed about the infused oils that I haven't done anything with them. But now I feel, like, motivated and inspired to do it. That was a little bit of a trick question because I kind of knew what the answer was. I mean... I, as soon so. as you said I saw one of them when I was there, I was like, she's asking about the oils. I know it. <laughs> I, I knew it was coming. <laughs> oh, and, and here's the thing, people, is that I will be in Henny's house in uh, two or three Sundays. And so I guarantee it will, it will be done before that. I, ha- I mean, I have to because she, no, she's, she's going to be it's the first thing she's going to she's going to come walk into the hallway, go go around the corner to the kitchen and take a little peek. <laughs> I know. It. 
you'll send me a photo one day anyways it'll be <laughs> that's 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 also true <laughs> so okay and so the last thing is because you know we're always looking to have like a little friendly poll that we post sure yeah is like I, I really am interested in how people eat their corn on the cob because you and I <laughs> right you and I had this conversation when we were Steph had given me some corn we had the corn yeah. we were eating it and I looked you were we were beside each other and I looked over and I thought huh do you always <laughs> eat your corn that way because as a kid I didn't but as an adult I do okay so Henny likes to go around it yeah I am like the typewriter type, right so you pick a row and you go straight across and then you go to the next row. Correct. I don't ding though, but like, you know, I'm yeah. <laughs> right. Whereas yeah. I start on the left-hand side, but I go all the way around the cob and then I move over a little bit and then I go all the way around again. Yeah. Yeah. I found that. So I'm really interested to know, like, you know, what do, what do people do? I mean, I, I'm glad you said something about the corn on the cob because I did really feel like we needed to do a shout out to Ontario produce right now because yes. the corn is divine. The strawberries are gorgeous. The blueberries are plump and delicious. The peaches are so juicy and yummy. Like mm -hmm. the Ontario produce, Ontario farmers killing it right now in August. Yes. Yeah. And, and so just saying that is I follow just you know there's an there's actually an Instagram account that's called Costco finds Canada no okay seriously there is and so <laughs> somehow I saw it and I, of course I have to follow it of course and but but people actually focus like oh look at these um are there something called a bum peach okay a donut or donut peach it's sorry. a donut peach yes and I was like, but those are from the USA and it's August in Ontario. Why in the world are we talking about that? Because August in Ontario is peach season. Peach and season. there's nothing yeah. better than than peaches, like mm -hmm. fresh peaches during peach season. Anywho, I'm glad. I, I'm looking forward to being able to hopefully catch the tail end of corn. Oh, and yeah, to be corn. right there for peach season. Oh, yeah. You know, so very exciting so very good, exciting. So good. but 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 yes tell us how you eat your corn on the cob i actually have never even noticed how my husband after 25 years that we've known each other and been together he eats the same way you and he says i've always eaten it like that and I, interesting he eats around like like yeah. what i did okay yeah. mm -hmm. so definitely 100 percent. as a kid i did not eat corn like that i i was a typewriter like you when that changed or why, I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. Probably about the same time that you then had to have the dental floss ready <laughs> and to go. Right? Because is there yes. nothing worse than that? You have to, like, I'm at the point of my life, I have dental floss everywhere. Like, it just, uh, also, yes, I have dental floss in the little, like, yes, in your the car. little arm. Yeah, the little yeah. console in mm -hmm. my car. Yeah. I have in every purse that I might possibly yeah. take with me, there's dental floss. I've got dental floss that sits like on my little calendar, like my kitchen calendar on my counter. Like with everything, <laughs> there's a little thing of dental floss there. <laughs> Although, did I tell, I know I, I know that I told you this, Sandy. I don't, I don't think that I said it on the podcast, but 
So I have dental floss everywhere, but like, you know, regular old dental floss, like you rip off a piece that's a foot long, you wrap it around your fingers, you do your little floss, right? So relatively recently, I don't know what, I think, I think when Mark came home from work, he was like, like mucking about like with his tongue in his mouth like like I could tell that he had something stuck in his teeth just by the way that he was like irritated and like annoyed by something and yeah. so I said to him I said you have something stuck in your teeth he's like yes it's, like, it's been stuck since lunch and I can't get it out and, and so I said like there's dental floss right on the counter and he like looked at it and he's like wow <laughs> and I'm like you don't like regular dental floss and he's like, well, I really like like those little like plastic like you know like the little like thing that uh-huh. you give a kid that's like a little plastic thing with one it's like an inch of dental floss and you can like you know s- saw up and down like mm-hmm. and, so, and so um <laughs> and so I said he's like I really prefer like like the little like pick like dental floss things and I'm like you mean like the dental floss for children and he's like yeah he's like you don't happen to have any of that do you and I was like actually my 18 year old brother who's staying with me he also prefers that dental floss so I do in fact have those little dental floss things for you anyway he was so pleased but I was like are you kidding me I'm like you can't like you are an old man and you can't figure out a regular piece of dental floss Come on. Come on. All the men in my life, apparently, prefer Mm. kids' dental floss. Well, you know. (laughs) I mean, you know, it is what Mm -hmm. it is. So I'm telling my sister the story, and she's like, you know, and I was like halfway through the story. She's like, I know what you're going to say. He wants the kids' dental floss, doesn't he? (laughs) She's like, I know. And her fiancé is the same. Likes the kids' dental floss. I I don't know what it is. But I mean, at least, at least they're using dental floss, I guess is what I should be happy about. I, I, yes, definitely. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, those were my burning questions. Well, I'm really pleased that I had fairly good, uh, fairly good answers for them. (laughs) I'm I'm like, I'm super impressed. You did well done. Well done, honey. Well done. Why, thank you so much. (laughs) So there are a few things that I wanted to go through with you and and I feel a little bit badly because this is now the third week in a row that we've mentioned the same book on the podcast but Sandy read it like a week or so ahead of me and then I read it and then last week when we chatted for our podcast we didn't have a lot of time to talk about it but there are a few things in the book that I that I read that resonated so strongly with me that I sent them to you in the moment. And mm-hmm. I, I do believe that you texted back and said like that there was more in this book that resonated with you than in most books that you've read. Yes. And so I thought maybe we could take a few minutes today to chat. And so the book that we're talking about once again is called Gorge by Kara Richardson Whiteley. And it's it's the book about a woman who, and it's it's her journey really up Mount Kilimanjaro, mm-hmm. but it's her third. So she's she's telling about her third trip up. So mm-hmm. you hear the backstory of the first trip and the second trip, um, but then the the 
bulk of the memoir is her experience with this third climb. And this is a woman who, in her adult life, lived the majority of it at 300 plus pounds. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so there were a few things in here. So the first one was um, a bit where she's talking about like a, a mo or maybe an episode, could we call it, of binging, like of binge mm. eating. And, and so I'm going to read you what it says. And it says, I opened, so she's talking about a, a, um, a bag of chocolate. I opened the bag and plucked out a candy bar, then one more, then three more. Then I was lost in a haze of chocolate, nougat, and caramel. Like a pit bull tearing apart a steak, I just couldn't stop the frenzy. In that moment between me and the candy bars, I was lost somewhere else. I was transported above and beyond. I have never heard or read or seen something that so accurately describes what it feels like to be in the midst of eating yeah like like that you know what I mean like because I feel like when you okay if you're watching a movie or a television show or a commercial even where where there's a character who is binge eating it tends to be like done in a way that's supposed to make you think it's funny. Mm-hmm. But when you are the person who is in the midst of that kind of eating, it's not funny. No. Like, like you're not experiencing humor in the midst of it. Right. Like no. it doesn't feel funny, you know? Um, but it doesn't, but I would say, so then the other depiction, I guess, that you sometimes get what if you're watching it happen on, um, like, in a television show, or even sometimes, like, if you read about it, like, in, in some sort of fiction book where, like, a character is eating, um, you know, it's like they're sobbing and they're, you know, eating, you know, they're eating the whole pint mm-hmm. of ice cream because they're crying about something. And like, and that also, while I think maybe that's more true to some people's experience, that's not my experience. No, mine neither. With binge eating. No. And so then to read that and see, like, and for her to say, like, in the moment between me without the food and me putting the food in my mouth like in that moment I wasn't even there like it was like it was happening and it was almost like a uh, an out of body experience that is more my experience with binge eating mm-hmm. and it's not to say that I don't know what I'm doing when I'm doing it I don't mean that it's not like I'm unconsciously putting food in my mouth but it is a there's a real like disconnect between thought action feeling like none of those things are talking to each other like I I know what is happening I also am doing something but like there's no there's yeah it's a weird thing where where I know prior to starting that kind of eating that it's not something that I'm going to be happy with. 
And yeah. I know afterward that I'm not particularly proud of myself, but there's nothing in the middle of it going on. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> does that make sense? Like, yeah, it's just such a, such a unique experience. And then to have read it on the page exactly the way that it feels, I was like, this woman is looking into my soul. (laughs) (laughs) I, so for me, I know for me, I mean, like even just having you read that again, I'm like, I can see myself in my like bedroom that I had from when I was like 11 until like, you know, 18. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I can actually see the bags of the candy that I had bought at Shoppers Drug Mart. Right. The When it's happening, you're just shoveling and chewing and swallowing and che- and, and it just continues till the bag is empty and then you're hiding the bag. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even like you just sat and like, I wasn't just like laying on my bed, reading and like having one and enjoying no. It. No. it. There's none of that. It's It's because it's hidden. Yes. That and so it, has to it be and so fast. it tends, yeah. So it's hurried because somebody might open my bedroom door. Mm-hmm. I might, and so that I had that type of binge experience. Then there was the as I got older, to the kind of binging that I did after I got to goal, which was a whole day. Right. Where it was everything, like I would plan all of the things I was going to buy and eat. So it was a bag of chips and it's a full-size chocolate bar and then it's granola bars and then it might be a cake. Then it was nuts. Then it's, you, you know, it was like, even though I wasn't hungry, it was like this day is the only day that you're going to have and you're going to eat all those things, but also not in front of people. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Maybe one of the things in front of this group of people, one in this. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, well, I have cereal at home. So I'm going to have some of that too. Mm-hmm. Because tomorrow I can't have it. Ridiculous. Right. So right. it was still a, I can still consider that to be a binge. Yeah. But it, yeah. But it was a longer, t- over a longer time yeah. period than the other type of binges were. I was not like necessarily hold away in one room doing it all within like a short period of time because I had more control over the environment, I guess. Mm -hmm. But still at the end of it still felt like crappy. Yeah. You know, and realized after, but also when I was younger, I never had the thought about knowing that I was going to feel crappy after. Mm-hmm. When I was older, knowing that, well, that's okay, because for the next six days, I will just be so strict with what I'm having that that right. won't show up on the scale for me. Right. It's like, so two totally different experiences. Experiences, yeah, interesting. But very, those habits are very hard to break and to get out of because... Yeah it just becomes a vicious cycle of doing it. Yeah. So now, and so by saying that, I just wondered for you, if those type of experiences have changed for you, like if you think about when you were a younger person versus, so yeah, 
I never had the experience of binging where it was like, this is my day in which I can eat, like I'm going to eat all of these things. And then the next six days, I'm going to be super strict and I'm going to do that every week. I never, I never got into that pattern. For me, it was binging things like every day for days and days and days in a row or not having any binging at all okay um and so i mean because i think certainly in my in in a lot of my young adulthood and even into my like later um like my later 20s my early 30s a lot of that time was spent binging something every day whether it was like um like a package of something or a container of something or whatever it was but like mm -hmm. it it was like a it was like part of my daily routine almost always done in secret and so for a lot for a long time the only place that i would eat like that was in my car and mm -hmm. so then every time I was in my car was almost like an excuse to eat like that. Mm -hmm. But then when I wasn't in my car, I didn't eat like that. So, so for, for the, mm. in, almost for the entirety of my twenties, that, hmm. that was my routine. And so the last time that I joined WW, that was the first thing that I was like, I am not eating in my car any longer. Like this, is, this is done you know and so now i will eat in my car but usually yeah like you usually i'll take like i'll bring something with like i'll bring a chicken breast or i'll bring a boiled egg or i'll bring a, like sometimes a, an entire bag of grapes you know like so sometimes mm. i will st still sort of eat in a bingy kind of way in that i'm eating far too much of something than i what i really need but it but it tends to be fruit in those moments yeah um, and so but what I have noticed in the last couple of years is that I I go I've gone in fits and starts where there'll be like a few weeks at a time or even a few months at a time where I'm falling back into that like everyday eating something in secret mm. and um, but not in my car that that part is gone but then but then it's like finding finding another excuse or another way yeah. to do this you know and and like and it's funny too because even um like I'll I'll eat those things in like I'll eat things in secret like you know whether it's a bag of Reese's pieces or like or Reese's chocolates or like whatever it might be or a, or a package of cookies or whatever that might be and I'll never eat it in front of people, but like, it's almost like I eat it like in secret of like from myself too. Right. Yeah, because yeah. as soon as it's finished, like it has to go into the bottom of the garbage can so that I can't see that it was there. So it's almost like I'm, I'm like pretending to myself that I didn't do it. You know, like it's, yeah. it's, it, it's such a, it's such a secretive hidden thing. Right. And, yeah. and so I think, that was some of what this author wrote about too and you know just about this idea that it was 
you know, that a lot of the eating was secretive, you know, and at Mm -hmm. one point she said, she writes, um, even with all my hiding, I wasn't fooling anyone. I never was with each year, more pounds would pile on despite all my secrecy, my eating never has and never will be a secret. Like, right. I'm, I can cry, right. Like it it, it catches me. That's like, that's, that's, that's what the, that's why it's the ridiculousness of it. Correct. (laughs) Right. Correct. But, but, but you, but that you're not, that is not anywhere within my brain no. while it's happening. No. I think it's a big secret that no one knows that I'm and doing like, this. I would say that the two of us are relatively intelligent, <laughs> well-experienced, well-read, like, 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 you know, we know a lot of things about a lot of things. We've had a lot of different experiences in our lives. Like, like, you know, and yet, <laughs> yeah, it's so easy to get into those ridiculous thinking patterns where it's like, oh well, well, like this will be okay. This this won't cause me to lose, or this won't cause me to put on any pounds. This won't yeah. cause me anyway. No one's gonna notice if I if I tuck that cookie package mm-hmm. down at the bottom of the garbage yeah. can no one's going <laughs> to notice that I ate it like but but I mean if you eat like that and and if you eat like that on a regular basis I'm going yeah. to add yeah your body is going to show that that's what you've yeah. been doing you know as as much as maybe you you've convinced yourself that it won't as much as you are willing your body to stay (laughs) in one exact way and shape you know it's it's just not gonna happen no 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 well really like reading all of those and she and like those are a couple of the most poignant pieces but she has a lot of chunks of text that are like that that I was like oh my goodness like I I don't think I've ever seen my eating experience recorded so well yeah yeah and 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 it's like anything though honey we were talking about this earlier it's like it it just we're you know when you read it you were open to acknowledging that it's very similar or the same type of experience and that Right. And, and I think for, you know, for all of us that there are different things that we just aren't ready to accept. And so yeah. we don't even want to make the connection. We just skim over it, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, you know what, that's, that's really, I think that's, I think there's a lot to that, you know, because had I read this book prior to joining WW. I do, I wonder if I would have read through and thought, that's not me, that's not me, that's not me. When, in fact, it is me to a T, like, so exactly correct, like, so the same, you know? But Mm -hmm. I, but, but exactly, well, because you you're not open to certain things. Maybe you haven't been reflective enough in certain areas, or maybe you're protecting yourself from. Yeah. It's denial. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yeah. But I mean, it's like what you just said, you, you recognize that it's in the car. So it's not, it isn't just necessarily the food, the type of food, it's the environment. Like there's all the other pieces that until you recognize that, wait a minute, the pattern is not just the, it's not just the food. The pattern is what leads up to it and what actually follows the episode too. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to call it an episode, sure. I mean, like, you know, I think Steph, Steph refers to it as like eating like an asshole when now you and I will be like, you know, we're just <laughs> eating like an asshole, yeah. which, which shocker to people who are listening, we still at times have bouts of eating like assholes. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's no perfect thing. We've just become much better at not allowing that pattern of eating like an asshole to continue. To for, go on for too long. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's only practice. Absolutely. <laughs> like, cause it, 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 it happens, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, you just nip. I don't, I don't think, I think that it's, it's an addictive type, like as a personality trait also for us, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just, and then we can now look, look and say, okay, well, I know it's because this is, this is, and this is happening in my life mm-hmm. that these are the types of things that, that I do to yeah. compensate. That's but it. These, these are young, the thought patterns that I've fallen into. These yeah. are the behaviors and actions that I've, that I've relied on for so many years of my life. And, yes. and, and you, you do, unless you are consciously fighting against those habits that have been so deeply ingrained, you fall back into them so, so easily. Yeah. Yeah. But, and when you're young, you just, you don't have the skill set to recognize that that's, that that's what's actually happening. Like yeah. those are the reasons you're doing the things that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just yeah. hope as you get older and a little smarter that you recognize that hmm, if I don't want to feel like why I need to stop doing X. Correct. Like, yeah. You hope at some point you're going to be able to catch yourself beforehand yeah. <laughs> rather than afterward. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Some, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, you know. That's it, That's it. exactly. Some days are better than others. Um, there was one more thing that I, that I, uh, made note of that I wanted to read. And so this is the last thing I'm going to read from this, uh, from this book, but she writes, the ironic thing about being fat is that you don't want people to notice you yet. There you are bigger than anyone as if your body is screaming, notice me with every movement, every awkward lifting up out of a chair, you are undeniably noticeable. Yeah. For me, my whole growing up life was about, I know that people are going to notice me because of my size. And so it became very important for me to be sure that if people were going to notice me anyway, that they needed to notice me for something positive, 
So if you're going to notice me because I'm twice the size of everyone else in the room, fine. But then stay with me because I'm also the smartest one in the room, because I'm also mm. the funniest one in the room, because I'm also like, you know, so so it became that idea of having social currency, having mm. things that that made you um likable that made that made you sociable that made people want to be around you that became very yeah. important for me because like that that was I it's don't despite know you it's despite yeah. this you accept so this. we don't know as you can really call yeah. a defense mechanism it's not exactly that mm. but but it became very important for me knowing people are going to notice me. So let's give them something. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't know if that's good or bad or neutral or like, I mean, for me, like that's, mm -hmm. that's just what it was. I mean, did, you know, does that, is that some of what, you know, pushed me to be, so perfectionistic and driven or was the fact that I was a perfectionist and I was driven is that what sort of helped me to do those things like you know is yeah. it the chicken or the egg I'm not really sure I think it's all connected but mm -hmm. but definitely it was really important to me my whole life that I have something to offer mm -hmm. because because I knew I couldn't I, I knew that I wasn't invisible. Like I knew that I wasn't going to be passed over, yeah. you know, but I, but I don't know as that's necessarily um, an experience that other people have had. Certainly, certainly that's a, a way where this author and my experience did differ quite a bit mm -hmm. because she talks about, you know, wanting to be invisible, wanting to avoid the spotlight, wanting to, you know, yeah. uh, stay away from that and, and not be vocal and not be, you know, in front of people. And, and that was never, that was sort of like the opposite approach of what I took, but mm -hmm. I don't think right or wrong either way. I think just different, but, uh, but it is, yeah, it's it's interesting to think about just the just the physicality of weight, right? Whether mm -hmm. whether you have overweight, whether you don't, you know, whether whether you're you're a, a, a in a in whether you live in a thin body or not, like your body size and your body shape, even your height, like all of those yeah. things play a big role in the way that you move through the world. Mm -hmm. right the way that you interact with people the way that you interact with things you know like um you know walking down the street walk you know squeezing past someone in a theater uh, you know going through a turnstile you know yeah. like you know all of even you know like wearing a purse over your shoulder you know like all all of these you know buying a necklace like like all of these things that are part of the way that you experience the world are very different depending on the body that you're in. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that, and I think that bodies I think that we're fascinated with bodies. Like, I wonder if that's some of the reason that, 
that we're so quick to be judgmental about what we see because because we really are fascinated by how people are different and the same and like yeah you know so I, I I do think that it's I think that our that our bodies are very noticeable whether we whether we want them to be or not for sure for sure. Do I always think that people are noticing things that we are noticing when we're looking at ourselves? No. I, in fact, I think that when we're looking at ourselves, we notice very different things than other people looking at us. But yeah. but I do that I do think that we are very in tune to mm-hmm. be paying attention to people's bodies. Yeah. So those are those are the those are the highlights from the from the book that I, that I needed to circle back to and sort of get your take on. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. What she does for her career was to interview like some famous people Mm -hmm. regarding, and they're often speaking about their own health, their beauty, their weight. Yeah. She never considered, I guess, like it was, I think it was a model that she was interviewing Mm -hmm. about, what that person needed to do to maintain that body that they had and how they they were just sick and tired of having to do that, which I found interesting, just that she even was in that business. Well, know? it really reminds you that certainly we live in a society where the grass is always greener, you yeah. know? And so, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, I think we are egocentric as human beings. And so we're very wrapped up in, in our experience and our world and our feelings and thoughts. And, and that we often believe that the, the, the way, the things that we are experiencing, we are the only ones experiencing that. And we're the only ones that know exactly how that is. And, and, you know, the truth of the matter is that everyone is experiencing all of those same things in their own little way. Yes. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, mm-hmm. if you live in a larger body, you're, you know, maybe you're wishing for a smaller one. If you're living in a smaller mm-hmm. body, maybe you're wishing for a larger one you yeah. know, or a taller one or a shorter yes. one or a, or a lighter one or a darker one, an older one, a younger one, you know, like whatever, whatever. I think, you know, we're always sometimes wishing for something that we don't have. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, but, but, but we do that because we find whatever it is that we don't have attractive and we wish that we had that. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, often we have, things that other it's yes I, I was about to say like it's like a garage sale and then I was like that yeah. doesn't sound nice <laughs> but it's like you know one one man's junk is another man's treasure yes. where I was going with that but yes. then as soon as I started to say it I was like oh so I'm describing our bodies as like garbage parts okay <laughs> not what I meant <laughs> no no for sure for sure yeah yeah I know it's uh it's complicated well, I don't know, Henny. These things are very, these are deep conversations again. We had a very deep conversation last time. I'm just, thank goodness I have those, like, useless things to start off so that we can balance this. Otherwise, you know. <laughs> you do, you do need a little balance. <laughs> you need a little balance. But, I mean, it's good because it's often, you know, chatting about things that we don't, it's not everyday chat that comes up, like, you know, just out of the blue, you know, yeah. like, you know, I'm not messaging you and saying, hey, morning, 
you know, have you ever really considered what it is about binging? Like, you know, it's like someone just threw me a raw piece of meat and I'm just like. Just uh, going at her. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine if you woke up one morning to a text from me saying, morning, how'd you sleep? Um, so what does it feel like when you're binging? <laughs> You'd be like, what the heck? Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> What's happening right now? I don't understand. I'm confused. <laughs> well, I'm often confused, so. <laughs> okay. Before we go, speaking of binging, what is the current best thing that you are binging on television? Okay, well, you know, we don't really binge, but the, what I'm enjoying the most, we just finished season two last t- night, and it's called For All Mankind. It is so, so exceptional. It is so well done. And they, we, I know that there must be a third season because of the way that it was like the cliffhanger. But it was, it's the one that is about the space program, and it goes back to the very beginning of the space program but they've they've taken some truths and then some they've changed what actually has happened like history okay so well done because now they've added a lot of women in the space program okay yeah really 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 the the actors and actresses are exceptional the way the music the set design everything about it i highly recommend it all right, putting it on my list. And then the movie that I we just watched, which I'm still, it still is making me warm and fuzzy, called Coda, mm-hmm. about a family, a fisher, like it's a, a family of, of um, fishermen that's um, the mother, father, brother are all deaf, and they ha- then the, the sister, the youngest, is hearing and thou she has to be responsible and help navigate and run the business but then ends up having a uh, something of her own that she wants to do and how the family navigates letting her go without her feeling so guilty about it very emotionally charged the three actors are actually deaf actors who play deaf people mm-hmm. apple for doing that, like that is an Apple uh, production exclusive. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I. It's got you written all over it. But like I said, have tissues handy. Noted. There you go. Yeah, lots of good stuff. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. So. All right, Sandy. Such a pleasure chatting as always. Yes, it was. Um, We're asking all of our listeners to weigh in on methods of eating corn on the cob. Please. Are you a typewriter like Sandy? Are you eating around (laughs) the circumference like I am? Are you doing Mm. something different? Like, are you doing some zigzag craziness, spelling your name? I don't know what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) No, that would be amazing. Yeah. Do you have floss handy? Does the fact that you always get it stuck in your teeth prevent you from having corn on the cob? Good question, because I think for some people that might be the case. Yeah. 
Well, get out there and enjoy. If you're in Ontario, enjoy Ontario produce. If you are yeah. somewhere else, find the produce that is uh, that is local and fresh where yes. you are. Get out there, support your uh, support your local farmers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. There you go. <laughs> All right, honey. Thank you. Have a great have a great day, and yeah. uh, thanks everyone for listening. We'll chat with you later. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.